This is The Journey's Podcast, and I'm your host, Mark Stolo. Today, I'm talking with Joe Dennis. Joe is a wellness advocate and certified coach. In early 2020, when COVID was just a twinkle in our eye, Joe quit his job as vice president of the largest and most successful student housing company in Canada. He now devotes his time to helping others develop healthy, sustainable habits through self-discovery and a more holistic approach to overall well-being. How do you say no to certain aspects of your life and say yes to yourself? What's so interesting about your life is that in the throes of a pandemic, you make the choice that I'm sure lots of people listening wish they could make, and you leave a very lucrative job that you're at for many, many years, and you decide to do something completely different. How do you get to a place where you make that decision in maybe one of the most economically um, volatile periods in modern history to leave the safety and the comfort of something that you you knew for a very long time to go venture into a new work adventure? How did you get to that place? Well, I, I think, Mark, it's, it's something that was deep inside me for, I'll say, a couple of years, really. It was a vision that I had that um, it's something that I'd always wanted to do. And I dipped my toe in the water, so to speak, from time to time with respect to becoming an entrepreneur and, and the space that I wanted to work in. I think what had really pushed me to the point of, of saying I need to make this decision right now was was choosing my own health and well-being over that of my career. And it was an extremely trying situation in terms of the stress and pressure of not just the job, but the stress and pressure that I was putting on myself to make that decision. And, and I think it was one of those where, you know, I'd done all the homework I could do. I'd done all the preparation and reflection I could do to get to that point. And, and it just came to that, that tipping point of making this, this decision to place myself at the center of, of my own health and well-being. And I think that was where I came to the, you know, the, the realization that it was time. Um, in terms of doing it in, in the middle of a pandemic, it was something that was actually decided prior to the pandemic. And, you know, what was interesting was, you know, approximately, you know, a month after I had made the decision to leave the company and communicated that to, uh, to our senior leadership team was when COVID hit. And, and it was one of those where I just felt I, I simply couldn't turn back um, and go back to where I was before. I'd made a commitment to myself. And, and this is really, you know, where, you know, my journey, um, really where, the, you know, this is the practical application of my own personal philosophies related to the work that I want to do. And so once I'd made that commitment to myself, um, there was no turning back at that point. Yeah, I want to talk about that what you define and understand by commitment. Cause I, I think that that word runs very deep when I hear you say that. And before we get there, I, I want to speak to the people who are listening, who are feeling and empathizing with the, with the sense of being at a job or at a, at a kind of work that they simply just no longer enjoy or derive a sense of meaning from or a sense of purpose from. And, and the numbers in that sense are pretty staggering. We know that there's so the vast majority of people out there don't find their work fulfilling. And I think it's also important to clarify that the journey that you want to take people on is not a journey about advocating for quitting things. It's a journey about advocating for getting in alignment with the things that you really want. Um, mm -hmm. and, and those two things are not totally the same. Why do you think so many people struggle to get to a place where they're willing to 
seek out work or other dimensions of their lives that they might be finding unfulfilling and start mm-hmm. gravitating towards those things that they would find more meaningful? Well, I think there's, you know, there's a number of factors that, you know, hold us in these positions that we feel, um, we feel responsible for and responsible to and, and the people around us. So the, you know, the easy answer for me would be that responsibility to earn a paycheck, right? And I think not being able to look beyond that and that we do have opportunities and options available to us. And it can be incredibly stifling. And so, you know, we put our head down and we, we go back to work day after day because we've been taught that that's the responsible thing to do. I think that's on the surface, the easy answer. I, I think the other part of it, and, and we talk about this in, in the journey is, is the pull factor in that I, I think people are struggling with what it is that they're looking for. And they lack this, this clear sense of direction with respect to a vision or what is next, what is out there. And so those pull factors maybe haven't been completely articulated uh, within an individual. And so those are the things that I think contribute towards someone, you know, working in this static environment where it's not fulfilling and it's not enriching, um, but it's good enough right now. And so we, we compromise um, what could be out there for what we have today. And then that's where we start to dig into, you know, ideas of fear and anxiety about, you know, the unknown. And again, we talk about this in the journey. I mean, I, I see people being fear struck in three major areas, you know, uh, fear of failure, fear of the unknown and fear of rejection. And all of those things play a role in saying maybe it's better to stay where I'm at today um, because I don't know what's out there. And maybe this isn't that bad. And then we start to rationalize that situation. And all the while, you know, this, this lack of fulfillment and enrichment is, is building within us. And, and then it starts to transcend into stress and anxiety. And it's, it's an incredibly unhealthy situation to be in. And, you know, I think that's, that's a significant part of why people don't get to that point of saying, I need to make a change. Mm. To come back to this question of commitment, it's mm-hmm. easy to think about this as a binary choice. Yes, I will choose to continue. No, I will choose not to continue. I think mm-hmm. most people frame it that way. And so they get stuck around that binary feeling. You frame it more as a question of commitment. Why is the word commitment important to this process? And why is it something that you talk about a lot in this journey? Where does that play a critical role in making the decision to start moving towards the things that you truly and authentically want? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, the word commitment is is such an important word, and I've used it in many aspects of my work. For me, commitment means priority. And so central to this journey and central to my story was simply by making a commitment to myself, I was making myself a priority. And I think that's, you know, one of the most significant assumptions that people make is that if I make myself a priority, I'm being selfish. And, you know, someone who is a, a father and a, and a husband and, you know, have responsibilities financially, I had to overcome this idea that I was being selfish by wanting to change uh, my career. And, and so commitment, uh, again, going back to this word priority, knowing that my own health and well-being had to be central to making this decision. And in doing so, I had to make a commitment to myself. If you were having a one-to-one conversation... Because you obviously have had this conversation with yourself so many times. It got you to mm-hmm. a place where you walked into that office and manifested the willfulness and the courage and the determination to make a choice that was in your favor. And I think a mm-hmm. lot of people through this journey are going to have to almost be encouraged along that path. 
Agreed. What do you say to the person who's listening, who's feeling everything you're saying, and yet still feels blocked by all of those fear and anxiety-related concerns that just inhibit them from taking that next step? What would a personal message to them sound like? Well, I, I think there's there's a number of things I would say to that individual um, as we're sitting down over a coffee and, and, and talking about this major life decision. I think a lot of it comes back to saying you are exactly where you are supposed to be. I think we're really hard on ourselves with um, blaming ourselves for our current situation. Um, and what that does is it takes away from our confidence and our clarity to make these kinds of decisions. So I think, first of all, is acknowledging and accepting where we are today. And then, you know, as we as we talk about throughout the journey is is reflection is a key component of this and in taking stock in your current situation, uh, reflecting on those push factors that are driving you towards the door and, and then identifying those pull factors. And I, I think, you know, the undertone of all of this is some really deep personal reflection and it's not easy. Um, it's, it's extremely heavy. And it can be overwhelming, but to get to that point of making a commitment to yourself, I think it really starts with embracing who you are, where you are, um, and where you want to go. And that requires a lot of authentic and honest um, introspection. So for people who are going to go on this journey with you, what are some of the really concrete takeaways, the stepping stones that you guide them along that will help them reorient to how they're feeling about whether it's a decision about a job, because I, I think you focus in this journey about the metaphor of the job, but in okay. a large part, it's, it is a metaphor. This is a lot about making key decisions in your life. So what, yeah. are, those, what are those critical stepping stones that you're going to facilitate in this journey? Well, I think, first of all, the journey as a whole, Mark, is something where I think everyone can relate to it. I think this is, uh, you know, we weave in my own personal narrative and story into the journey. And, and it's something that we're all experiencing in terms of uh, whether it's unhappiness with our work or lack of fulfillment, or maybe it is causing some serious stress and anxiety that's having an impact on our health and wellness. This is a story that is, is common to many of us. And so I think initially, I, I want to give people a sense of you are not alone that we are in this together and we, we share a lot of commonalities with respect to this challenge that we're facing, whether we want to frame it in that of, of our career choices or anything else in life, that you're not alone in your challenges and that struggles are real. So I think some of the key takeaways and, and why I think it's so important that we name our fears and anxieties, that we name the things that are causing us stress, is that the sooner that we can name them and embrace them and understand them, I think it's, it's understanding their place within us. And it's okay to accept those things as things that shape us. And, and, and then, you know, part of the journey is also talking about our successes and embracing and acknowledging who we are as human beings and how we got to this point. I think it's about embracing all of who you are is a, is a key takeaway to this. And, and I really want to make sure that, you know, this narrative, this journey that we're on is that the individual is, is the central figure of this story, not the situation. And I want to turn the tables on the job owning the person and, and having the individual own the situation. And by doing so, I think that's where we feel empowered to overcome our fears. We feel empowered to overcome that anxiety that is holding us back from making that decision. If there was one kind of core thesis of this journey that you could share with people or one lasting question that you would invite them to reflect on and let kind of percolate into their consciousness, is there one mm -hmm. that stands out? Yeah, I think that the most important part of this journey is that you are enough, that you can, you do have the ability 
um, you do have the wherewithal, you do have the experience to take this step. And if we follow a very, very simple process and, and balancing between following our heart and following our head, um, we can make a decision that is an extremely difficult decision to arrive at, but it, it's one that we can get to. And we can get to a place of trusting ourselves um, and having the confidence and our ability to follow through with that decision. But I think that overarching message and, and you know, what's woven throughout the journey is a sense of identity being core to this, this overall process. Understanding and embracing yourself, I think, is such a huge part of creating a confidence and a belief in your abilities and, and in making this significant life-changing decision. Keep on exploring. Joe invites you to go on a huddle journey to understand how to quit your job and start your life.